Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz and welcome to another episode of Red Shoe Shoots where we talk about wrestling all the time, every time. And here with me of course is Knight Rider. Yo-ho ladies and gentlemen. Alright, all right, so today we're going to be talking about the results of WWE Stomping Grounds, what's going to happen in next week's Fire Fest by um, AEW and also uh, breaking down the G1 Climax and picking our picks, making our picks of who do we think that's going to win it but first things first stomping grounds we just finished by the time you listen to this we've already watched stomping ground and um it was uh meh to be quite to be quite honest um well there was some personal matters i had to attend to but i i let me see the the lineup Uh, i think i was at the point where i was uh i kind of left after the Daniel Bryan, um, you know, the tag team, SmackDown tag team match. Right. But before that, when it was kind of like I was falling asleep at certain points. Right, right. Yeah, I don't blame you. But then when the Bailey and Alexa Bliss match went on, I I had personal things to do. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't able to watch the rest of it. But you, however, did. Yes, I did, sadly. (laughs) (laughs) I will explain why he said sadly. Okay, then. All right. Let's, let's Let's get going. Um, you know, weeks prior, I told the, 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 the cards and all that stuff, and there was a pre-show match, and there wasn't a pre-show match, um, but now there was a pre-show yeah. match, and unfortunately... Oh. Um, before we get to the pre-show match, um, I wanted to let people know that, um, they, the crowd was not in it, I'll explain why, I'll explain why, uh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Down so, the road, we'll, we'll, yeah, down the road, yes. we'll, we'll get okay. to that down the road. So let's go with the pre-show match. So for some reason, this was supposed to be part of the main, you know, the main roster for the the mm-hmm. event. Yeah. But it turns out this became the pre-show. Mm. It is the triple threat match for the cruiserweight championship. Yeah. I thought they were gonna actually put it in there because it was not listed. Yeah. Or I think five. it was, and then they took it out. And I'm like, oh, okay, then maybe it's something good. Then they put it as part of the pre-show. No. Right. And so this triple threat match was between Drew Gulak, to- mm-hmm. Champ Tony Nice, and Akira Tozawa. All right. And the result? Drew Gulak is the winner. And the new? New uh, uh, Cruiserweight Champion. Okay. Um, I watched this. I had to go back and watch it before I started the whole thing again. Um, it was a great match. The, the, I think this was the match of the night. Sadly, again, the Cruiserweights hold their weight time and time again. Proven that they are really, really good. 205 Live and NXT and NXT UK are quite possibly the three things that are holding WWE up. Um, it just shows time and time again. Whenever they put the cruiserweights on the pre-shows, they're, it's money, it's money, it's money. And right now, this match, this was money. And sadly enough, I'm going to say, this was match in the night. This was match of the night, and it was a pre-show match. I, I well, um, sadly I missed it, but the point is, it, the pattern is becoming predictably terrible, and I don't like it. Yes, like you might have, you know, it might be a piece of crap, um, you know, piece of crap match to like, you know, maybe most of the universe because they want to see the big stars and blah blah blah. Right. But you got to give it to the the cruiserweights and stuff like that because, you know, they're like. You know they they're raring to go and they want they really got something to prove and they do do that. Yes, they do. But time and time again, like I said, you know, previous you know shows before the pay per view, you know, the pay per view today showed up. Yeah. Um, 
it would not be part of the pre pre show. It would actually be part of the lineup. Right. And then all of a sudden, now it's part of the pre show. It's like, well, come on. Yeah, give these guys a, a, a chance to shine. You know, give them a chance to shine. I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I know it's like a business thing, like you know, to reel them in with this stuff. Right. Yeah. But come on, it's about time they got got their due diligence. Yeah. You know, put them in a spotlight, or hell, make it to a main event, or maybe the penultimate at least. Yeah. You know, um, like if you see how Buddy Murphy, Buddy Murphy's not even okay. They called Buddy Murphy up to the main roster. They haven't done anything with Buddy Murphy. Mm-mm. That's a sad. That's a damn shame. He he had that title for a good long time, when, and he deserved that title. He showed time and time again in every pre-show that guy can wrestle, that the cruiserweights can wrestle, and then you have um. Um, also, Cedric Alexander was really good. He was on 205 Live. Mustafa Ali was really good when he was on 205 Live. You shift them over to the main roster, what do you get? Nothing. You don't even see these guys on TV anymore. The only one you see is Ali, but he's just there to fill in the numbers. Yeah, and if it wasn't for that injury, he could have been on top. Yes. But maybe they probably would have stiffed him anyway. I mean, come on, money, come on, money in the bank. Yeah. He was right there to get it, and then Brock Lesnar showed up, and, yeah. you know, that story, that true story you said that uh, they weren't, uh, nobody was expecting it. Yes. Literally. Yeah. And he was just like, instead of him just go get the championship, or to get the money, the briefcase, mm-hmm. he's like, what? Yeah. But out of genuine shock. Yeah. And... It, it's just sad. This is just really, really sad. This is just really, really sad. Really sad. He's got to be part of the, the championship lineup, at least. Yes. You know, have him go for the gold. Yeah. Even if he loses, at least give him a few chances and then give it to him. Give him the gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, moving right along. To the pay-per-view proper. All right. Starting with the uh, singles match for the Raw Women's Championship between Champ Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans. I really wanted to like this. It was okay. You know, I, I think it was smart of them to start this match off, the pay-per-view. But uh, it was predictable. And predictable was to the point where Becky Lynch defeated Lacey Evans by the disarmor. Yeah, it's just... Uh, and now we get to the part about the the, the crowd. Okay, yeah. Um, it was half empty. Place was empty. The place, the place was empty. Um, you know, they, they did certain shots. They did certain angles. They did certain things to manipulate the uh, the camera. But the place was empty. The place was really, really empty. Um, you can even see that they actually dimmed the lights a lot lower now. Because they knew they couldn't sell this place. They couldn't fill it up. Well, I kind of see a different view. I'd say they did sell out certain sections and they were focusing on them. But the point was, as you said, it was empty. But I'm seeing it through the faces. Yeah. Yeah, you got those you know, occasional handfuls of crowds in certain sections going like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But especially the front row people. Yeah. You know, some of them are like me and probably looking up the results on the uh, on a cell phone or maybe yeah. looking at the news during a match or something. Yeah. Or somehow they're taking pictures or they're just on their phone. Or they have that face like, <sighs> why am I here? I could have watched well, that more, or Or more like, <sighs> maybe I should have done something else. 
I could have been at home watching wrestling circus. Or 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 like, this is, this feels like it's a bit too long. Can we keep going? Can we go quicker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. That that's the the emptiness I'm seeing. Like the, the yeah. you know, the people were just like, <sighs> I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it looks like it was a chore to them. Oh, of course, yeah. It was like okay, they were like, oh yeah, we're happy to be here, but are we really? You know, it was like that. Like the crowd wasn't even motivated in the majority of the matches. You know, you there was only one match that I heard the like the majority of the crowd chanting. But we'll get to that, and I'll tell you which match is that. Will we get to it? Yeah, I probably missed that one. You did. Okay. okay. So let's go into. All the right. Next so one. after Becky Lynch won, we have the ta- a regular tag team match between uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn mm-hmm. going against uh, the New Day, Big E and Xavier Woods. Okay, that one was not bad. Um, I thought it was okay. I thought it was good at best. Um. I think it was a smart move to put that match right there, right after that one. And then well, it certainly got still... some motivation from the people. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though most of the front were still like, Egh. yeah, yeah. I actually saw like the crowds a little bit, you know, behind them. Yeah, you know, they were showing some motivation. Right, right. It was yeah, and it sh- and it showed. Um, it was a good match overall. Um, not the greatest tag team match, but it wasn't the worst. But, but um, people got back to their disappointment faces because the New Day lost. Yeah. When uh, Kevin Owens did the uh, stunner and pinned uh, Xavier Woods. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, all over and all, it's an okay match. It was, mm-hmm. it was a good match. All right, so what do we got next? We have the singles match for the U.S. Championship mm-hmm. between Champ Samoa Joe and Ricochet. All right. And what do we have? Oh, uh, Ricochet is the new uh, U.S. champion. Okay. Um, this one was entertaining. I thought this was one of the better ones. Um, uh, Ricochet really did a really good job selling here. So did Joe. Um, really good. Congratulations to him, uh, to Ricochet to winning his first title in WWE. Um, yeah, yeah. This this was good. This was, this was a good one. This was, I think this was one of the, the more better enjoyable, the, the more better enjoyable matches yeah. out of the night. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, uh, and more of the crowd was, uh, um, you know, motivation. You know, yeah, they, you know, more motivation going on, so it was good. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they were winning some more of the people. Yeah. All right, and then what do we got? It is the tag team match for the SmackDown uh, Championship, tag team mm-hmm. championship, excuse me. Yeah. Between the champs Daniel Bryan and Rowan, mm-hmm. going against Heavy Machinery, Otis and Tucker. All right. Um, this one was also really good too. It was awkward for the crowd interaction because yeah, I because... think it was either Otis or Tucker. You know, it's kind of near their hometown in Oregon. Yeah. And then uh, everybody was cheering for Daniel Bryan. Yeah, but and Rowan because he's the man. hometown hero. Yeah. So it was, pre- yeah. So in a sense, it, it was, was predictable. Crowd. Nah, it was it was a mixed crowd. Having like well, the res- well the result was predictable, but not the um, the match. Itself. The match was great. The match the match was really great. Heavy Machinery got to show off why they were called up. Uh, they were really they were a really good team. Really really good team. Um, but uh, Brian and Rowan won. Um, but this was a really good match. I think comparing to the New Day and. Um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, I think this one was the better match. Mm. Yeah, so. All right. At least I didn't fall asleep into that one. Yeah. 
And this was the part where I had to leave to my personal, uh, mm-hmm. you know, errands to run. And Captain, the captain here, he was seeing the rest of it. Yeah. So um, the next one after this was the singles match for the SmackDown Women's Championship between Champ Bailey and Alexa Bliss with Nikki Cross at her side. Uh, this was boring. I think this was. Um... I think this was like the worst match of the night. Well, I'll just ruin it. Bailey retains. Yeah. I, I, uh, was there? They could have done better. Was there a classic like, you know, he said, she said, or in this case, she said, she said with uh, Bliss and Nikki Cross? No, it was more of like, uh, they're, they don't know how to, how to move forward with the women's division now. They kind of just like, Okay, we're supposed to be doing this women's revolution. Uh, how are we supposed to be doing that again? They're they're in that scenario. It's like okay, we're pushing Charlotte Flair, and then we're pushing um, uh, Becky Lynch. Okay, and then we have all this entire talent and lo- this locker room talent. Well, they're pushing Bailey right now. Yeah, but but then yeah, but there's like okay, and then we got Bailey. All right, and then who else? Bring back evolution. Exactly. Just they no. It's it's just like they don't have. They have all this talent. They just don't know how to use them right. Or they're just like no 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 no. We're gonna stick with these. The rest of you guys are, are like. Mm, we'll do something with you guys bring, down the road. Bring back evolution. That was probably the best thing they had. What last year? Yes. Out of the whole lot, whole mm-hmm. pay per views and all that. Like, yeah, bring it back. Come on. No, they should. They should just let the women wrestle more, more freely and everything. Not give us horrible, horrible bad matches for them. And then you, then they want to preach about, oh yeah, we're doing all this for the women's revolution of wrestling, this and that and everything. And like, you're still booking the same people. You're still booking the same people. Like we haven't even seen the iconics defended the title. On 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 a pay per view since they won in WrestleMania. What about the tag team of uh, Asuka, Kyrie Sane, you know, and their manager Paige? Like, what's going on with that? Exactly. Evolution. They yeah. need to bring that back. All right. What do we got next? Uh, a singles match between Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre with Shane McMahon by his side. Okay, this is where the crowd was like chanting out, "This is awful." Really? And this is boring. Huh. Well, in that case, Roman Reigns uh, won. Yeah. Um, this was okay. Um, um, this was okay. This was... Uh, nah, yeah, this was okay. More or less. It was just okay. Um, predictable. Just... Predictable. A lot of predictable stuff. Reigns won. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. Um... I like how they're trying to rebuild Roman to work his way up to the title shot. I think that is a smart decision that WWE did, did with them. Instead of, like, whoosh, throw him back into the title ring. They're just, like, taking their time rebuilding him up, you know, to make him, make him a title-worthy contender. That's a smart idea what they're doing. And I like where they're going with this. But, the, but then also, I'm sick and tired of seeing Drew McIntyre losing all the time. Because he's such, he's really good. The guy is really, really good. They just keep, uh, they keep making him losing, 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 losing. I'm just like, why? It's like, why, why talk to talk if, if they can't let him walk to walk? You know. Mm. 
And moving right along in that type of sentiment, we have the steel cage match for the WWE Championship between Champ Kofi Kingston and Dolph Ziggler. This, this was another one of the okay matches. It wasn't that, like, revolutionary or, or, or crazy, you know. It's, it's not like... Um... CZW. <laughs> no, 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 no. no Even though no, you no. see it time and time again, you can't help but be amazed at what type of toys they put in differently. It's not that. It's just more of like uh, you see everything what what they can what WWE can do in a steel cage match, you know. And yeah, the most logical trying... stuff would be CZW. No, 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 no. It's just more of like yeah, this match was okay, but it's just like. Uh, if you put this in like Raw or SmackDown, you still would have got the same result and the same quality of match, you know? And that's what we're going to be afraid of come, what, Monday and Tuesday? I don't know. I don't know. It was just like... Uh, oh, and by the way, uh, Kofi Kingston retains. Yeah. How the way he retained he was actually... He escaped the pretty, cage. Yeah, I know. How the way he retained was actually interesting. I, I had to give him credit for that one. What would you do? Oh, um, Dolph Ziggler, the door was open. Dolph Ziggler was crawling his way out the door. Kofi just got up and he just like woof through the ropes and just like crashed hard on the floor, but he won. That's how he won. Hmm. Yeah. Ingenious. Ingenious. I gotta give him that one. I gotta, I gotta give it to him. That one. How was the crowd reaction? Uh, you know, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Alright, and then what do we got? The main event. Okay. The singles match for the Universal Championship between Champ Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin mm. with the to-be-announced special guest referee. And it turns out that special guest referee was Lacey Evans. Boring match of the night. I thought this was horrible. This was boring. This was just... It was just a copy-cut-and-paste um, from... From the Saudi Arabia show. Well, how about the crowd reaction? Were they also going, this is boring? Or... Uh, no, I, I can't really tell. Because it was just that boring. I kind of focused myself out of the match a couple of times. It was like, mm. yeah, it, it was just that bad. And then um, I, they kept changing the rules and this and that. And, and then Becky Lynch came out. Beat the referee, and then mm. Seth Rollins wins, and then they had, and then Becky Lynch and and Seth Rollins kind of had that like awkward stares, like you know, like like kind of like that stare, like two teenage kids they just like each other and they just really don't really don't know what to say and they're just like you know looking at each other. First of all, part of my Swahili butt, my ass, <laughs> yeah, my ass, because two. It would have been. It would have had much more meaning if she had both belts. Not really. I, I well, at least for the credit of WWE, at least have her have the two belts when she's doing that. No, well, then no, maybe no. I wouldn't say my ass. No, it's just more of like uh, it's, it's like watching two kids in love, and they're like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. and then when Seth Rollins turns around and she smacked him in the butt, and it's like, oh yeah, he's my boyfriend, la la la, just like. Again, do we really? Do you are you really trying to stuff this down our throats? Again, my ass. Yeah, and uh, and like I'll be honest with you guys, like one, I I was expecting uh, Brock Lesnar to come up, and then just when I see them walking up the ramp, I was like, hey, you know what? Boom, changed it. Went to Twitter, saw uh, Wrestling Circus, 
watch Wrestling Circus. The main event on Wrestling Circus was uh, Tessa Blanchard going against Scorpio Sky. That was a better damn main event. <laughs> that was way better. Way, way better. You know, and just way better. And, and just, mm, yeah, just uh, man, stomping grounds. Just, like, if I had to rate it like right now, right now, like one out of ten, I would have gave this damn show like a four or five. <laughs> it wasn't that great, you know. Um, the Chester Blanchard and Scorpio Sky match, I would have gave that an eight. It was actually really good. Mm. That was that good of a match. <laughs> now it's one match. That was actually a lot more better than the rest of the entire show. I only saw bits and pieces because I had to run errands, but it, it was more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, like, the only good match that they had on, on Stomping Grounds was the very, was the pre... The pre-show. The pre-show match. My God. My God. Uh, all right. Well, the hell with that one. <laughs> all right. So, moving right along, we are going to uh, talk about Firefest. Firefest is next Saturday. Uh, just to let you guys know it's free to watch on BR on BR um, BR Live. I'm sorry, BR yes. Live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we're and it's be... making fun of the Fire Festival. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. So um, yeah, we're gonna try. We're gonna be watching that live. Maybe we might do. Uh, but it's on a Saturday, time. so yeah. in a sense, we're gonna be doing a repeat. You know, kind of you know for Sunday. A repeat of what we did when it was Money in the Bank versus Double or Nothing. Yeah, you know, which no, not really, not really. Like, well, well technically, th- no, because Stomping Ground was a crap show. It was a crap show. It was a horrible crap show. Why would I want to compare it to something that might actually be ten times better than it? Because you will be doing it next month in terms of uh, Fight for the Fallen versus what? What was their next WWE's next thing? I think it was what Extreme Rules. I don't care. No, we should care. I, I really don't care. No, no, simply because we have a proper comparison. Uh, but then again, we don't have any um, hardcore extreme matches with AEW wet, and that's where um, Fire Fighter Fest is uh, coming in here because. No, but still, I, I, I don't care. I don't want to compare it to Extreme Rules because, ex- like, when was the last time WWE actually had an actual extreme wrestling match? ECW One Night Stand Two Thousand. I want to say seven or six. It was the second one, the second and last. Yeah, but one. it wasn't a WWE show though. Well, actually, that one is, but the first uh, one night stand, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, but still, it was just, it was just, eh. you know. If I, if I want to see extreme, you know, I, I, CCW, I, 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 you know, F- FMW, FMW, CCW, BJW, yeah, or any of the crazy indie shows. Well, I'm just focusing on AEW. Yeah. Now. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. So, did the. Well, I'll have to repeat the uh, matches, you know, in case everybody knows, because there's actually an added match. Okay. So technically, they're they're actually. Oh wow. There now it looks like there's one, two, three pre-show events. Okay. All right. Well, let's go and. All um, it's not an um, you know, once again, card subject to change, mm-hmm. and I won't say this in order, so I have to start with the uh, three pre-show cards first. All right. Uh, the first of the pre-show, I don't know what order it'll be, is the hardcore match. See mm-hmm. that? That's why I said extreme rule. Yeah, well, that's right, right. Um, the hardcore match between Michael Naka Naka Nakazawa and Alex Jabali. That's gonna be an interesting match. 
That that would be that that would be interesting to see. We'll get to see Michael Nakazawa in action, yeah. as opposed to him, you know, being as the first fighter in the twenty-one uh, man uh, battle yeah. royale mm-hmm. to be eliminated. Yeah. So he'll, he'll probably get a, uh, you know, make up for it big time, and I'm waiting, I'm hoping for that. Yeah, go on. And the, the, uh, here is the second of the pre-show matches that mm-hmm. uh, just ha- happened. Um, Oh, uh, here's the stipulation. Mm-hmm. It's a three-way tag team match, okay. and the winners advance to All Out for an opportunity at a first bu- first round bye in the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament. So they don't have a they, so in a sense they now kind of have a tag team division, but they're building it up. Right. And the first thing they're gonna do, tournament. All right, that's not bad. That's good. That's good. And this is the 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 biggest part you can get the first round buy for the tournament mm-hmm. for all out, and uh, in this match you have three teams, the best friends Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta mm-hmm. versus SoCal Uncensored mm-hmm. Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian versus Private Party with Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn. Sounds interesting. That sounds really good. Actually, sounds really good. I'm kind of interested in Private Party because, you know, we barely saw them at the 21 Battle Royale. Mm. And it looks like, uh, I think at some point they were, you know, kind of like, you know, they they were booted out early, but they got potential. i like to see what potential they have to offer. Alright. And then what's the next match? And uh, it is a singles match, the third of the, pre, of the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Kylie Ray versus Leva Bates, who's accompanied with Peter Avalon. So it's a singles match. Okay, that's good. All right, that sounds good. That sounds really good. I like that. All right. Okay, and what else do we got? And I'll read uh, the 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 other matches. And remember, the cards are subject to change. It's not in order. Right. So we have Cody versus Darby Allen singles match. All right, that sounds good. Then the six man tag team match with the Elite Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks Matt and Nick Jackson versus the Lucha Brothers. Uh, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, mm-hmm. and, and they're teaming up with Loredo Kid. Nice. Okay. Then we have a six singles match between John Moxley and Joey Janela, and here's where John Moxley has his proper AEW debut. Okay. And then we have a four-way match between Adam Page, Jimmy Havoc, Jungle Boy, and MJF. That that sounds like a good main event match if it was. Yeah, and the reason why SoCal Uncensored uh, does not have uh, Christopher Daniels is because he has that singles match versus uh, Shima. Nice. Okay. And um, it's not a conclusion; it's just part of the, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the it's the last card, but it's not the last match. Mm-hmm. It's a regular three-way match between Yuka Sakazaki, mm-hmm. Rio, and Nyla Rose. Good. Okay. All right, that sounds good. That's a better lineup. Yeah, and uh, hopefully, like probably like double or nothing, we might. I don't know. We might have some freaking surprises. Awesome Kong. That was a big surprise. All right, well, let's just wait. And even for uh, uh, appearances' sake, you know, like Bret Hart, like wow, you know. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, there's some surprises. Well, I mean, what if it's what if it the uh, women's you know it's going to be a four way match? We don't know. Yeah. So that's the best part. We don't know, but all we do know is that these are great match. These are great matches. Uh, it's free. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, yeah. So yeah, this, this sounds like really good. It's a really good lineup. So 
Uh, we're definitely going to record a show after we watch it to give the results and what, what do we think of it. So. Oh, by the way, this will take place on Saturday, June 29th at the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. Okay. And they'll be alongside the uh, Community Effort Orlando CEO Fighting Game event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, let's move on from uh, AEW to New Japan. Um, their G1. We're going to make our picks right now for the G1 from both Block A Block B to see um, who we want to see in the finals. Um, just to let you guys know, the G1 is a grueling tournament, one of the hardest tournaments in the world. Um, whoever wins this, whoever wins both sections from both sides, from Block A or Block B, will fight against each other to win a grand prize, which would be a briefcase with a contract to main event uh, Wrestle Kingdom to go for the IGWP World Heavyweight Championship. So this is what Money in the Bank should have been. <laughs> yeah, big old tournament. Yeah, big old tournament. Yeah. So uh, what do we have in Block A? Uh, first, uh, you know, a little background. I'm you know reading this off mm-hmm. of Wikipedia. So they announced that this year's edition uh-huh. will take start on July 6th and end on August 12th. Yes. And it was announced uh, at uh, Wrestle Kingdom 13 that the first night of the tournament will, the first match will be held at uh, American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. Right. So for the first for the first time, uh, this tournament will be held outside of Japan, and this will be the first match. Mm-hmm. And uh, like last year, the final three shows will be held at uh, Nippon Budokan. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and um, you know, just skipping along, on June sixteenth of this year, the the final participants. It's official, and now we have two blocks. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, so what do we have for block A? Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, so I'll just name them down. Whatever. Okay. Uh, block A, we have. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So in each block, there's two blocks, there's ten fighters. Mm-hmm. So in block A, we have Lance Archer, mm-hmm. Evil, All right. Bad Luck Fale, mm-hmm. Kota Ibushi, All right. Kenta, mm-hmm. uh, Kazuchika Okada, mm-hmm. Will Ospreay, mm-hmm. Zack Sabre Jr., mm-hmm. Sanada, mm-hmm. and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Okay. Um, that one right there is like the group of death. Because you have the current IGWP champion in this one. Uh, you had the former IGWP um, <laughs> champion in there. Um, you have Kenta, who just came back from from his like I'm I'm just gonna say it uh, from his horrific run at uh, WWE. They botched the guy. They did not know how to use him correctly. So oh, he was known as uh, Hideo Itami, huh? Yes. Um, I honestly can't wait to see what the what he can do in New Japan. So, um honestly can't wait for that. Um Koto Ibushi, um I think this is his moment to shine. Um Balak Fella, you know, he's always oh, a threat. Balak Fella, yeah, Balak Fella, he's always a threat. Um Yeah, and same thing with uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Like a real underdog the, like also a, got the vet Hiroshi Tanahashi. He could Yeah. You can still go. No, I already talked about Tanahashi. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, this is, like, a really group of death. And then you have Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay, uh, the best of the Super Juniors uh, winner. Um, This one's really hard because everybody can pull their weight in this one. 
So this is like the group of death. Well, hold on. I have to tell who Block Block B has. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, let me make my pick. Um, well, 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 in the okay, end, who would you want? Who would you well, want in the win? end, um, you know, the winner of this group is is, is going to do it in the final. So, yeah. who do you think is going to win, Block A? Yeah. Um, I want to see Will Osprey win. I really do. But then again, it's like I really want to see Kota Ibushi. Or Kenta win. But um, right now, for me, I think the one person who I want to see, who I think I think it's his time to win it, is uh, Will Ospreay. This is his this is his year. He 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 needs to win this one. Hmm. You know, I think he deserves it. He he really truly does deserve it. Really do. Well, I think it's well to me. It's very hard to pick, but it's got to be between Okada, Osprey. And maybe Tanahashi. Nah, I don't want to see Tanahashi. If not him, Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, maybe Saber. I wouldn't mind seeing Saber winning it either. Uh, yeah. Well, anyways, uh, if you think that's the group of death, here's Group B. Okay. We got Jeff Cobb, mm-hmm. Hiroki Goto, mm-hmm. Tomohiro Ishii, mm-hmm. John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Tetsuya Naito, mm-hmm. Juice Robinson, mm-hmm. Taichi, mm-hmm. Shingo Takagi, mm-hmm. Jay White, mm-hmm. and Toru Yano. <laughs> Toru Yano! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would like him to be the winner. <laughs> <laughs> if he does, oh man. He'll make it a joke, and it'll be a bigger joke if he wins the whole thing. Like <laughs> I know, that would be, be funny. The biggest joke of Wrestle Kingdom what? Uh, 14. Yeah. <laughs> Toriano wins. He holds the belt. He's like, eh. Oh, man. That'd be great. Never change, man. Never change. Um, yeah, so, it, I personally, this was okay. The, 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 Block B is okay. It's not crazy as Block A. Um. I don't know if John, Mo- John, uh, John Moxley's gonna win it, though. You may never know. You may never know. But I'm putting my money down on um, Takagi. You you saw what he did in the in the best of the Super Juniors tournament. He went undefeated. He lost, and uh, he lost to Will Ospreay on a five star match. Um, I think he can do it. I think he can win this one. Yeah, but he's got a little problem here. He's got uh, the leader. I mean, he's part of Los Ingobernables de Japón, and he has to go against the the leader, Tetsuya Naito. Uh, nah, it wouldn't be a problem. That wouldn't be a problem. It wouldn't be a problem for him at all. No. Just bulldozer. That's it. Well, we just got to wait and see who, uh, you know, how the tournament starts and mm-hmm. see who's going to win. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, for those who... Uh, are new to this. Uh, mm-hmm. Two points is a victory. One point is for a draw, and zero points for a loss. Yeah. So, honestly, cannot wait for this for the tournament to start. So, that was a good one. That's going to be a good one to watch. All right, then. So that's it right there for Red Shoe Shoots. Uh, I hope you guys had a great time listening to us, and I hope you guys um, try to forget watching Stopping Ground. As much as I did, because I did not like it. Really did not. And you were lucky to not watch it. No, no, I was lucky to watch half of it. Yes, you were. 
All right, then. So without further ado, I am Captain Katz on behalf of the Knight Rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you guys enjoy it. Have a wonderful time. And we'll be back here next Saturday right after uh, Fighter Fest. And we will definitely discuss that. And tell us, and we'll tell you guys what you think about it and everything. Mm-hmm. So until then, have a great week. Have a wonderful time. Take care. Mm-hmm.